at the junction of Utah State Route 59 and Arizona State Route 389, at the border between the two states, sit the twin cities of Hilldale, Utah and Colorado City, Arizona. Collectively, these two cities have a population of 7,547. On paper, these two remote cities in the middle of the desert wouldn't be super interesting. However, the cities are notorious for being the headquarters of the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, also known as the FLDS Church. Members of the FLDS Church began settling in Hilldale and Colorado City in 1929, enforcing religious customs in these cities. The city council, police department, and all other government services in the cities were controlled by the FLDS Church. The local governments began harassing non-FLDS residents in the cities in an attempt to drive them out of the city, and in 2008, the police department in the two cities rounded up and killed all of the dogs owned by non-FLDS residents. In 2002, FLDS leader Rulon Jeffs died, and his son, Warren, took control of the church. At one point, Warren Jeffs is believed to have had 87 wives, some as young as 15 years old. In 2006, Jeffs was put on the FBI's 10 most wanted list after dozens of underage girls accused Jeffs of sexual assault. He was arrested in 2007 and he is currently serving a life sentence for sex trafficking and aggravated sexual assault of a child. Following the arrest of Warren Jeffs, the Utah and Arizona state governments took control of the city's governments and cracked down on the harassment of non-FLDS members. In 2017, Donya Jessup was elected as Hilldale's first female and first non-FLDS mayor. She had previously been excommunicated from the church for marrying a non-FLDS member, and following her election as mayor, 11 members of the city council resigned as they refused to be led by a woman. Since Jessup's election, the FLDS church's power in Hilldale has decreased, but polygamy is still the norm in the city. As a result of cousin marriages, a large proportion of the city's population is inbred, and over half are directly related to the city's founder, Lauren Woolley. The FLDS Church is an offshoot of the much larger Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, better known as the Mormon Church. The FLDS Church was founded in 1929 after Lauren Woolley was excommunicated from the Mormon Church for refusing to abandon the practice of polygamy. The Mormon Church as a whole is considered much less extreme and more accepting of non-believers than the FLDS Church. There are a few crucial differences between Mormonism and traditional Christianity. For one, Mormons believe that God is a person with a physical body, while other Christians generally believe that God is omnipresent. Mormons also believe that salvation is achieved through good deeds and adherence to strict customs, while other Christians believe that Jesus died for their sins. While the Mormon Church has over time abandoned controversial practices such as polygamy, it still has some notably unique customs such as abstaining from coffee and alcohol. It has also been widely criticized for its treatment of women and LGBT people, and until 1978, black men were not allowed to be ordained as Mormon priests. Globally, the
the most Mormon nations per capita are all located in the Pacific. Tonga has the most at 63%, followed by Samoa at 41%, and Kiribati at 19%. In raw numbers, the U.S., Mexico, and Brazil have the most Mormons in the world. Over 6.7 million Americans, or approximately 2% of the population, adhere to the faith. The most Mormon states per capita are Utah, the only state with a Mormon majority population, at 66%, followed by Utah at 26% and Wyoming at 12%. The unincorporated U.S. territory of American Samoa also has a 33% Mormon population. The Mormon Church also subsidizes Brigham Young University, which has campuses in Utah, Idaho, and Hawaii. While the U.S. government and the Mormon Church are on good terms now, this was not always the case. In fact, when the Mormons decided to make their own state in response to persecution, the U.S. military went to war with them. I'm going to tell you all about it right now on Historia Obscura. Welcome to Historia Obscura. This is the 34th episode of this podcast, and I can't thank you enough for listening. Special thank you to Patreon subscribers Sodak, Zach, and Tom. If you want to receive a shout-out in every episode, among other benefits, help support this podcast by going to patreon.com slash Historia Obscura and becoming a patron. One more thing. Make sure to stick around for a little to hear a message about the sponsor of this episode of Historia Obscura, Anchor. If you want to make your own podcast, you'll want to know everything about how to use Anchor. founding of Mormonism was unlike that of Christianity as a whole. In the early 19th century, the United States experienced a Protestant revival known as the Second Great Awakening. Around the same time, a young man named Joseph Smith moved from Sharon, Vermont to Palmyra, New York. In his new hometown, Smith experienced a spiritual vision in 1823, which led him to supposedly find a buried book of inscripted Egyptian gold plates allegedly describing an ancient American civilization near his new home. In 1830, Smith published an English translation of the plates, which he called the Book of Mormon. Later that year, he founded the Church of Christ, which would later be renamed the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. In the hopes of creating an American Zion, Smith and his followers moved to Illinois in 1831 which, and established a settlement called Nauvoo. Within a decade, Nauvoo grew into a large town, and in 1844, a group of excommunicated Mormons established the Nauvoo Expositor. The newspaper heavily criticized Smith for his power and denounced the Mormon church for practicing polygamy. In response, Smith and the Nauvoo City Council destroyed the newspaper's printing presses. As a result, the Illinois state government stepped in and charged Smith with inciting a riot. While awaiting trial on June 27, 
1844, Smith was shot to death by an anti-Mormon mob. Brigham Young, one of the Twelve Apostles of Mormonism, became the second president of the Mormon Church. Young continued Smith's plan to find a holy land in the western U.S., leading over 70,000 Mormon pioneers in a migration to the Salt Lake Valley of Utah, which was then part of Mexico. By the time the Mormon pioneers arrived in 1847, the U.S. had won the Mexican-American War and the Salt Lake Valley had come under American control. Having previously faced persecution for their religious beliefs, the Mormons began establishing their own settlements in the Great Basin. Within a couple of years, the territory settled by Mormons had expanded to include parts of modern-day Arizona, California, Colorado, Idaho, Nevada, New Mexico, Oregon, Utah, and Wyoming. Brigham Young named the territory Deseret, which was the term for honeybee in the Book of Mormon. After initially asking the U.S. government to recognize Deseret as a territory, Young instead petitioned the government for statehood. In March of 1849, Young decided that it would take too long for Deseret to become a state through traditional means, so he drafted a state constitution and declared that Deseret was a provisional state of the U.S. When President Zachary Taylor heard about this, he became worried that the Mormons would popularize polygamy if they had a state. However, there was one thing that Taylor supported about adding Deseret as a U.S. state. It would most likely be a slave state, as slavery was permitted by the Book of Mormon and Young himself owned slaves. Furthermore, Taylor even suggested incorporating the territory of California into Deseret so that California would not be added as a free state. Ultimately, however, the state of Deseret had to be scrapped because it was seen as inopportune for much of the vast state to be too far away from the capital and Salt Lake City. In addition, the Republican-controlled Congress refused to add another slave state to the U.S. without also adding a free state. To replace Deseret, Congress shrunk the Mormon-controlled land down to cover most of present-day Utah and Nevada, which collectively became known as the Utah Territory. The remaining land was split between the New Mexico Territory, the Oregon Territory, and the newly incorporated state of California. In 1851, President Millard Fillmore appointed Brigham Young to be the first governor of the Utah Territory. As governor of the Utah Territory, Brigham Young drew a large amount of controversy from non-Mormons for strictly enforcing Mormon customs as state law. Young also established a Mormon militia called the Nauvoo Legion, which he used to intimidate his political rivals. The most controversy came from Young's support of polygamy, influenced by the fact that he personally had 55 wives. The issue of how to handle polygamy in Utah was a major talking point during the 1856 presidential election between Democratic former Pennsylvania Senator James Buchanan and Republican former California Senator John C. Fremont. 
Both candidates ran on anti-polygamy platforms, and Buchanan ended up winning the election, primarily because Fremont was accused of being a Roman Catholic due to his French Quebecois ancestry, and being Catholic didn't really fly back then. Buchanan's vice president, John Breckenridge, was a graduate of Princeton University in New Jersey. After hearing that the Nauvoo Legion had threatened several federally appointed officials, President Buchanan decided that time was up for Brigham Young. In July of 1857, Buchanan sent Alfred Cumming, accompanied by federal troops, to replace Young as governor of the Utah Territory. When Young learned about this, he came up with a plan to intimidate the U.S. government into believing that the territory was populated by a hostile Native American tribe. On September 11, 1857, members of the Nauvoo Legion, disguised as Paiute natives, approached the wagon train of the Baker-Fancher Party. The party contained several families who were migrating from Arkansas to California, and they were stopped in the Mountain Meadows area of the Utah Territory. After one of the militiamen gave a signal, members of the Nauvoo Legion began shooting at the unarmed civilians in the party. As many as 140 men, women, and children were killed in the massacre. A few weeks later, six Californian civilians traveling through the Utah Territory were captured and executed by the Nauvoo Legion on suspicion of being spies for the U.S. government. Following these killings, President Buchanan sent the 15th Military Police Brigade to the Utah Territory to get rid of Brigham Young once and for all. As wagons of U.S. soldiers began approaching the Utah Territory in October of 1857, the Nauvoo Legion began attacking them using guerrilla warfare techniques. One of these attacks, led by Mormon commander Lot Smith, saw 52 U.S. Army wagons burned. Following this attack, U.S. Army Colonel Albert S. Johnston decided to postpone any further advancements to the following spring. During this time, Brigham Young implemented a scorched earth policy, burning Salt Lake City to the ground and moving all Mormon settlements south of the Salt Lake Valley. In March of 1858, to prevent any more escalation in the Utah War, Pennsylvania abolitionist Thomas L. Kane traveled to the Utah Territory to settle the dispute. Kane, who had previously assisted Joseph Smith in his travels, was well respected among Mormons. Kane was able to convince Young to step down as governor and disband the Nauvoo Legion. In exchange, President Buchanan granted a general amnesty to all Mormon settlers, including Young, guaranteeing that they would not be charged with treason. On April 12, 1858, Alfred Cumming was inaugurated as the second governor of the Utah Territory, finally ending the conflict. Brigham Young remained the president of the Mormon Church until August 29, 1877, when he died in Salt Lake City from a ruptured appendix. His funeral at the Salt Lake Tabernacle was reportedly attended by over 15,000 people. Prior to this, on March 23, 1877, John D. Lee, the only Nauvoo Legion member convicted for his role in the Mountain Meadows Massacre, was executed by firing squad. 
1858, silver was discovered at Comstock Lode, and shortly after, the western part of the Utah Territory split off and became the Nevada Territory. In 1861, following the discovery of gold at Pikes Peak, the northeastern part of the Utah Territory was incorporated into the Colorado Territory. Nevada became a state in 1864, while Colorado became a state in 1876. It wasn't until January 4, 1896, that Utah finally gained statehood. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Historia Obscura. This may have been one of my favorite episodes to research. If you want to suggest an episode of Historia Obscura, send me a voice message at anchor.fm slash historiaobscura slash message. Feel free to leave your name and location, and if I like your idea, I'll make an episode of it and give you credit. Additionally, if you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash historiaobscura and become a patron. And of course, I can't go without once again thanking this episode's sponsor, Anchor. They are by far the easiest way to make a podcast, so if you want to make your own, go to anchor.fm. With that said, this is Jack from Historia Obscura, signing off, but not for long.